Hello, everyone. Welcome into Southeastern 14. I am Blaine Gilmer, and we are here to talk about SEC transfers. Yes, the transfer portal is hopping. There's people from all over the place, but I specifically want to go into guys that are in the SEC that are in the portal that could stay in the SEC, something that used to be totally foreign, people transferring inside of the conference, especially without being graduate transfers, without having to sit out a year. No longer is that the case as we are now in an era where you can play for Georgia one year, go play for Florida the next. You can play for Alabama one year, go play for Tennessee the next. All these different kind of rivalries that used to be just – I mean, blood, hate type deal rivalries now that, that people cross over. They go play into uh, a the other side of the coin. Egg Bowl, you know, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, all of that kind of stuff has happened over the last couple of years. And we're going to dive into what is going on, what has already transpired, where some of the the old faces are as in new places and then where guys could end up and give some some updates on those and kind of reading the tea leaves here as people are starting to set up visits and all of that kind of kind of good stuff and we have some good stuff for you if it comes to you want to put a little bit of extra on games you want to uh, you know, be be up to date on betting information betting news then guys you need to hit up betonline.ag the holiday season is off and rolling with nfl in full stride and nba and nhl hitting mid-season form betonline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute sports wagering news odds trends and predictions bet online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports which that that line is getting uh, cloudier and cloudier as NIL is really taking off and, and Charlie Baker and the NCAA are trying to create a new subdivision with all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's getting more and more ambiguous, ambiguous there, not just with the four big sports guys. Bet Online has information available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is out there from MMA to international soccer, whatever you want, head over to bet online today. And remember to use our promo code, believe that's B L E A V all caps, B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. And guys, where we are going to start is we're going to start with Brock Vandegrift, the former Georgia quarterback who committed to the Kentucky Wildcats yesterday. This is not a surprise as Kentucky was whispers were behind the scenes, even as back as I first heard reports of this mentioned to me about a month ago saying, hey, if Brock Vandegrift enters the transfer portal, be on lookout that Kentucky's the spot where he's going to end up. His sister plays volleyball at Eastern Kentucky. Great opportunity for the family to kind of all be in one spot to to watch their watch their son and their daughter play the sports that they love in college. And Brock Vandegrift, I think, fits very, very nicely into Liam Cohen's system. He's a guy who's six foot three, 215 pounds, physical, can run a four six forty. Uh, he's gonna bring it a level of athleticism that Kentucky I don't think has had in, in quite a while. I know Will Levis could could run, but I think uh Brock Vandegrift brings even more of a breakaway type runner at times. He's going to be physical. He's got a very, very, very strong arm. This guy has a live arm. In fact, sometimes I think it's 
learning to take a little bit of touch off of things. You know, Joe Milton had that issue a, a little bit with a tremendously live arm, and, and it was learning to be a thrower of the football. I think Brock Vandergriff is better uh, than Joe Milton in that aspect of things. He's going to be able to have the touch. He's going to be able to have the nuance, but he also, when there's a tight window, he can fire it in there as well. A tremendously grounded young man in his faith. That is a huge, huge deal to him. He's going to be a leader day one when he comes into the program there for Kentucky. And I just think he's got a good, good head on his shoulders about, okay, he knows that Georgia offense. He, he's been able to make checks at the line of scrimmage, do all that kind of things. Got a little bit more game experience this year as the primary backup to Carson Beck. But now uh, after three years in that system, he wants to go and find his opportunity to go play. And I think he'll have a great one there at Kentucky with Liam Cohen, with Mark Stoops. Um, so that is a that is a big uh, big commitment, a big big acquisition there by the Kentucky Wildcats in the transfer portal as they could pot- potentially be starting if Brock Vandergriff does win that job. Their eighth transfer quarterback since 2015. Uh, you know, Kentucky has not started a high school quarterback that they have brought in and they have developed since 2015 they've done it through the transfer portal so brock vandegriff does it and transfers to kentucky and we'll see if he continues that trend for the wildcats toriano pride transfers from clemson to missouri he's a guy that's played uh he had 37 tackles to his credit um has played you know quite a quite a few games for clemson over the last two years he he played his four this year and then redshirted to save a year of eligibility. Uh, back when Devin Leary, speaking of Kentucky, was at NC State in a big game versus NC State, he had a huge pick for Clemson to kind of help seal that thing up. Um, and he's a guy that's from the St. Louis area. Eli Drinkwitz is all about, you know, keeping the talent around St. Louis in St. Louis. He didn't do it originally with Toriano Pride out of high school, as, as of course, Toriano went to Clemson. But now he is coming back to the zoo and he is going to be over there and taking uh taking part in a secondary that's losing some key players on the back end um and i think that'll be a huge huge acquisition for missouri there i mentioned kentucky earlier with with brock vandegrift there's going to be quite a few targets that they're looking at and one of them is raymond cottrell who is a wide receiver for texas a&m didn't play a ton this year as a true freshman, but he was a guy that was committed to the University of Georgia for a long, long time before he decommitted and went to Texas A&M. Now with the change of Bobby Petrino being gone, Jimbo Fisher being gone, he elected to hit the transfer portal and kind of see what was out there for him. He is going to be on a visit to Kentucky this weekend with the Wildcats having a big opportunity to be able to possibly pair him up with a former Georgia quarterback as he was a former Georgia commit. I'm sure he's been around Brock Vandergriff, and there's connections there that they can draw upon as that happens. So look out for that this weekend as Raymond Cottrell will be visiting the Kentucky Wildcats, a potential receiver addition for the big blue nation there. Juice Wells, man, has Juice Wells really got into the crawl of South Carolina fans as he, you know, got a lot of NIL from the Garnet Trust and things like that. And now he is bolting, leaving Columbia in the transfer portal, a guy that now it's being questioned, okay, did he uh, sit out when even when he was healthy? Could he have played for South Carolina? A lot of 
ambiguity in the uh, way that, that Shane Beamer talked about his injury and things like that and whether he would be back and wouldn't be back throughout the season. And now it appears that there was some internal uh, struggle about whether he was healthy enough to play, should play, all that kind of stuff. But Juice Wells is likely going to stay in the SEC as Tennessee and Texas have emerged as the two favorites for Juice Wells, a guy that is electrifying um, and has made a lot of big plays for South Carolina uh, and Shane Beamer there. So he's a guy that I think can enter right right away and be at no worse a wide receiver too for whether it's Texas or or Tennessee. And depending on you know what comes back and, and how things shake out there, could be a number one receiver for either one. He's that kind of talent. Uh, and, you know, I don't think he's leaving on the best of terms with South Carolina. So that could create for some uh, interesting, uh, interesting storylines as as things go forward. I think he'll have uh, at least one, maybe two years of eligibility left um, as he goes to either Texas or Tennessee. But he'll be a guy that I'm sure would be looking to after one year go to the NFL. So look out if you are in burnt orange or or. Uh, I don't know what it's called, the Tennessee orange, the vol orange up there um, for for Tennessee. Those are the two destinations that are most likely for Juice Wells as things stand here. We're recording this on December 7th about all this transfer portal news. Rocket Sanders has entered the portal, and there are two SEC teams uh, to look out for here We've already mentioned the Kentucky Wildcats a couple of times. Kentucky, I'm sure, is going to be – they're going to be looking to replace Ray Davis. Uh, I'm sure there will be overtures made to Rocket Sanders. He's a guy that is just a tremendous runner. I think, uh, you know, he was played by injury this year, but coming into the year it was a battle of, okay, who's the better running back? Is it Quinshaw Judkins? Is it Rocket Sanders for the best running back in the SEC? And Rocket was – uh, hampered by injury, he didn't. You know that that offense under Danny Nose never got off the ground really against against uh, for Arkansas against SEC competition. So not only is KJ Jefferson gone, and and there's rumors about him going possibly to South Carolina, but Rocket Sanders has already set up a visit to South Carolina. So Kentucky, I'm sure, will make, make interest. But South Carolina has set up a visit with Rocket Sanders, and that would be huge as their rushing attack has been quite awful uh, over the last couple of years. And we'll see if Shane Beamer can land a huge, huge running back out of the portal, a guy from the state of Florida uh, that can fly. He's, he's also very physical, um, just a dynamic playmaker and with a lot of SEC experience. So that would be huge for South Carolina. One reason South Carolina is in the portal going to be looking for running backs is because Mario Anderson, uh, who transferred in from the D2 ranks and had over 700 yards rushing this year for the Gamecocks, which on any other team, that's probably like, you know, over a thousand yards rushing because that offensive line was so bad uh, for South Carolina. And I said the same thing about Ray Davis last year. I said, hey, he rushed for over a thousand yards for Vanderbilt. That's like, 1500 anywhere else and then you see the kind of year that he had for the kentucky wildcats uh rushing for a thousand yards for his third different school this year ray davis did and mario anderson has proven that he can play uh at the sec level play at the F fbs level and kentucky is a team that i would look at uh looking to bring in mario anderson as well like i said ray davis gone they'll look at rocket sanders they'll look at mario anderson um so those are some SEC schools that are interested in the 
former South Carolina running back. Will Shepard. Uh, Will Shepard is someone that I think is going to draw interest from across the SEC. I wouldn't be shocked if if uh, Georgia took a look at him, um, but then you're going to see, I think, I think Tennessee will take a look. But the two teams that are going to be most highly interested uh, in the SEC, really three teams, I think you're going to see Auburn, you're going to see Ole Miss, and you're going to see Mississippi State all look at Will Shepard, a guy who is a tremendous route runner, um, has great ball skills, can go up and make contested catches, and was really a bright spot over the last couple of years for this Vanderbilt football team. Uh, I think he's going to line up, you know, visits. I think Tulane will be involved um, outside of the SEC, but then you're going to have uh, three SEC schools there, and particularly Auburn, who's looking to get him in for a visit, uh, Mississippi State, who I'm sure will get a visit, and then Lane Kiffin is never – Never afraid to bring in a, a dynamic wide receiver t- a target via the portal. So those are schools that you need to look out for for Will Shepard. Um, and Vanderbilt was just raided. They're, they're just being raided in the portal right now, guys. I mean, I think they've got 17, 18 guys getting up there close to it for Vanderbilt, and that's not a number that Clark Lee and company can afford to lose. Now, some of those I'm sure they're probably pushing out the door to try to bring in other talent, but that is something you need to keep an eye out for. And one of them that you need to keep an eye out for is London Humphreys. And London Humphreys is going to visit the Georgia Bulldogs this weekend. London Humphreys is a guy that emerged as a playmaker for Vanderbilt. He's someone who can absolutely fly. He broke Jalen Ramsey's uh, 200-meter record uh, in his district in high school, so he can really, really run. And the Georgia Bulldogs, like I said, are hosting him on the first drive for Vanderbilt when when Georgia went to Vanderbilt this year. Logan Humphreys ripped off a I don't know, 60-something yard touchdown catch and absolutely left everybody in the dust on a little RPO slant that he caught and just took it to the house. And I think right then and there, Kirby Smart made a mental note. Um, you're having Georgia having some receiver targets leave. Of course, Brock Bowers, their tight end, is leaving. Land McConkey could go pro. And London Humphreys is the type of guy who has – he was kind of slender coming out of high school, but he's done a great job of developing his body since he's got into college. And that speed – is off the chart. So Georgia is going to be the likely destination there for uh, Logan Humphreys. If for some reason he gets on that visit and doesn't like it, Kentucky would be another team that I think would take a look there. Maybe even, maybe even Auburn. I mean, Auburn needs to look at any wide receiver they possibly can guys, because they were so bad at that position, but Georgia, the heavy favorite for London Humphreys as things move forward here. Texas A&M has had a mass exodus after Elijah uh, Robinson has went to Syracuse to be Fran Brown, the former defensive back coach at Georgia, took the head coaching job at Syracuse. Now Elijah Robinson, like I said, the acting head coach there at Texas A&M, the interim head coach when Jimbo Fisher was let go. He had a big, big time relationship with a lot of these recruits, was a major part of the that big 2022 class that they brought in. And Walter Nolan is the top-ranked player in the entire portal. I think you're going to see Tennessee heavily involved. You're going to see Georgia heavily involved, Alabama heavily involved. Um, basically, every school that you can think of in the SEC and also outside is going to be coming after Walter Nolan. This is going to be a high-dollar recruitment and something that that uh, could turn into a bidding war. Um, Georgia, Tennessee were both very, very close uh, to landing him the first time around. 
before he decided to go to Texas A&M. So he is going to be in high demand and someone that uh, can really change the defense right off the bat. He's, he's a true anchor in the middle, a guy that's dynamic. Uh, I mean, he at times can play like Aaron Donald type player. He's got that kind of quickness and explosiveness and strength. So Walter Nolan is a name to know in the transfer portal going forward. You've got LT Overton. Uh, he and his brother entered his brother, more of a walk-on type player, but LT Overton is a guy that, that can play on the edge. He reclassified from the class of 2023 to the class of 2022 um, when he was at Milton High School in Georgia. Georgia thought they were very, very close with him. Alabama's going to be in on this one to try to bring him in, uh, an experienced player. Um, I think you're going to see, like I said, Tennessee, other schools in the SEC. Florida is going to have an opportunity that they need to replace Princely Umanamalian, uh, who has now entered the transfer portal, and he's a guy that that uh, you know that Florida is going to need to replace. So LT Overton could get a look there. There's so many schools, uh, I'm sure, outside of the SEC, Clemson and, and USC and all that. And yes, Clemson, Dabo uh, may start using the portal. They may have to, but USC, Lincoln Riley, they're trying to always fortify that defense over there. So we'll see where LT Overton goes. But Georgia and Alabama uh, are two schools that I would definitely look at with LT Overton going forward and then the other one guys that i want to mention is is chris paul uh chris paul a, a linebacker for arkansas he is a guy that old miss lane kiffin has already been to fayetteville been visiting this guy been going over there and seeing you know what they can work out and i think old miss kind of has the early lead a leg up but then you have auburn who is set to host chris paul in a visit i think december 15th through 17th so let's see if it if it makes to the, to that point if he holds out and doesn't commit to old miss Auburn's going to get a chance right before Christmas there to have a big, big uh, hosting opportunity for him to come over and check out the check out the planes over there and see what Hugh Freeze and uh, Ron Roberts, all these guys can talk to him about, about how he would fit in their system. But a talented linebacker, Florida State has made an overture there as well. But I think Ole Miss and Auburn are the two main ones to look at, guys. So, you know, we, we've touched on a lot of names here in the portal, and there's going to be a lot of names that continue to go forward. Uh, we didn't even get into the quarterback situation. You know, you're going to see – you're seeing now uh, Tyler Van Dyke, a name that emerges from Miami with Miss, with Mississippi State. Jeff Lebby needs a, needs a trigger man. I think if you're, um, if you're Auburn, if you're Arkansas – and if you're Mississippi State, I think all of them should take a look at Daquan Finn, a quarterback from Toledo, from Toledo that is tremendous and and really a dual threat type guy. Has really improved as a passer. He's a tremendous ball player. Uh, Charles Rogers out of North Texas, I'm sure, is going to draw a lot of interest. So there is a lot of stuff going on. Georgia is set to ho host Maurice Rogers, who is a JUCO. Um, offensive tackle uh, that is that is a big, a massive man. I think six foot eight, well over three hundred pounds. Uh, that can bend, that can move. Georgia, Florida, other SEC school SEC schools lining up to uh, 
court to court Mr. Maurice Rogers there out of the JUCO ranks at offensive tackle. Chase Basantis, another name from Texas A&M that has entered the portal, um, and Georgia was interested in him the first time. I'm sure there's going to be other programs in the SEC. So, guys, that's an update on the transfer portal. Make sure to like, subscribe, turn on notifications uh, to keep up with all the news, and we'll be breaking it down having videos coming out about different schools, about these bowl games coming up, and everything else. Chris Lee, Blake Love will do a great job with basketball, Max Barr, everybody here at the network. So like, subscribe, turn on notifications if you want daily SEC sports coverage. And for everybody at Southeastern 14, I'm Blaine Gilmer. You can follow me using at bgilmer18 on X. And, guys, we will talk to you soon to provide you more SEC coverage right here on Southeastern 14. Presented by Bet Online.